0: hi dear beloved good morning how are you doing i hope you've been fine i hope you've been good and i hope that you are winning victories every single day from the victory that christ has already secured for us reporting from my end i am good i am blessed and yes you are listening to the podcast that just turned a year older on july 20th and i just want to take out two minutes to say thank you thank you to god thank you to his spirit thank you to jesus thank him for trusting us with this work for doing the work with us for strengthening us to do the work. and i want to thank my team members and i also want to thank you guys special thanks to my team members tobor and Hepsi badjona and promise aban and Thank you to every single person who shares, who listens. You know, just thank you guys for always. And if this is your first time of listening, you are warmly welcome. Ask everybody on the internet space. Alma gives the warmest virtual hugs. So I'm sending you the warmest hugs. And I pray that, in case you feel a little bit of gloom or a lot of it, my virtual hug will be like sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You are warmly welcome again, and yeah, let's get right into today's episode. So, so the topic of today, pay attention. This topic is very dear to my heart because you know how that there yeah, are those things that you're doing but you don't even realize you're doing. Yeah, it's this is one of it. This is one of those things. Those things that you know this thing has to be a thing, but you don't know the name for it. Yeah, so. Today's episode is on paying attention, and is most likely not what you're thinking about, but you know what, let's go. So when I thought of how to start this episode, I did not know how to. I think I say this a lot, is because that's the truth. I mostly don't know how to start episodes. So what does it mean to pay attention? To pay attention means to apply your mind to something. It means to carefully focus on something selectively focus on something like narrowing your focus on that particular thing yes or being conscious of that particular thing the emphasis is on carefully and applying your mind to it so to pay attention is to selectively focus on thing and the goal of this episode is to tell you to learn to become a student of what God is doing in your life. When I say pay attention I say pay attention to what God is doing in your life. I figure that so many Christians and believers and I'm not speaking as one who has attained you know someone who has mastered the art of paying attention. I have seen that there are a lot of believers who literally don't know what seasons they are in their lives. They don't know what God's present revelation position is for their lives. Like when someone walks up to you right now and asks you, what is God doing in your life? What are you going to say? God is doing good things. I mean, is God no good, right? (laughs) You find out that you may not be able to place exactly what it is that God is doing in your life. Now, I know that there are so many things that we do not know that God is forming in our lives that will make sense later. Yes, there are so many of those things that we will never figure out So after a while. You will not notice, oh, this is really what God was working out in my life for. Oh, yeah, there is that part of being the dark about your own life and your own destiny because God is all-knowing. You cannot be all-knowing. But I'm speaking of the people who have no idea what God is doing in their lives. How can you partner with God on your life and your destiny if you don't know what he's doing? If you don't pay attention you don't pick up signals you don't notice changes you don't know when god is beginning to go in a particular direction towards your destiny you don't know every single thing comes to you by surprise and you are always shocked at what is going on in your life some of you god is requiring certain things of you telling you to let go of things you don't even realize that is because you are entering into a season or you are coming out of another all that is coming out from you is complaints, whinings, and murmurings that God hates. And that is why your work with God has not been progressed. So pay attention. Study. There is such a thing as being a student of what God is doing in your life. You know, before I knew how to term it being a student, I listened to a sermon and the preacher spoke about how somebody came to meet him and the guy was like, Oh, I saw you in my dream. You prayed for me, laid hands on me. And he went to meet the preacher in person. And the preacher was like, I'm not the one that had dream. I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit what that means to you. Then the preacher said, I'm basically saying, become a student of what God is doing in your life. You notice you start to have sensations in your body. Let's say maybe when you're in church, you find out that whenever the worship starts, a particular part of your hand starts to burn, you know? And then you're like, oh my God, my hand is burning. And that's where it stops for you. So many people are not even curious enough to ask the Holy Spirit, what does this mean i mean if you don't ask god questions he's not going to give you answers right be curious enough to find out what the little little things the details the changes in your life what they entail I'll give you my story. One time, I noticed that every single time I was going to take a Bible study class, I would have a weight on my heart. Like, it would be so heavy on me that I can barely talk. So every time I come up like that, I have to pray to be able to talk. So when it comes on me, I'm just very, I can't even be very how as if I'm carrying something really heavy. So the first times when this said happened to me, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know that this was God trying to communicate something to me. This was God trying to show me, okay, well, this is how you know that I'm coming to do this in a service when you want to teach. And because I wasn't paying attention, when I feel that down, I start, uh-uh, why am I sad? Is this depression? <laughs> what's going on around me? You understand? Like, ah, what is this? Is it an attack? Or the enemy wants to come after my joy? So I wasn't really paying attention. Then after a while, I started to notice the patterns. It was every time I was about to take a class, and especially when I had really prayed for the class. And then when I walked into service, when I'm coming to church, that weight. So when I started to ask him, and then when I started to notice that this was like, the weight of god's presence and in that season of my life that is how it was coming so for a very long time and i started to learn it i started to tend it so whenever that weight comes on me i know that that's not the time to be jesting carelessly laughing on the road or greeting everybody on my way to church i literally just plug in my earphones and then i walk to church i barely talk to people whenever that weight is on me so I walk to church and I just start to pray then when I hold the mic to teach the way spreads over everyone and usually in those moments when I'm teaching I know that the anointing is on me and I'm just teaching what God wants me to teach basically that's an example of being a student of what God is doing in your life because when you're not studying what God is doing in your life you will miss out on your seasons you will miss out on so many Communications that God is trying to pass you at a point for me, it was burning hands. Like when my hands start to burn, sometimes the Holy Spirit now say, All right, now this is what it is for. Go and meet a soul person, hold them, pray for them. This is so I know what seasons I am coming in and coming out of. The Holy Spirit now says, Okay, right now in this season, I want you to learn this and this. Go and read these people. This is what I'm trying to teach you sometimes it doesn't say it up front but you will start to notice that uh uh-uh, the talk you have been talking before that nothing spoiled all of a sudden you are sounding to yourself as if you are talking a lot god may be calling you into a season of consecrating your lips at the point sometimes you notice it feels like something is drawing you away from the crowd every time you're around people you don't exactly feel okay this is not depression okay you know when it's another influence i'm speaking of the influence of the holy spirit in those kind of seasons he's calling you to come and be with him, all of a sudden, you notice you just want to sit alone, and what you actually desire is just praying, you just want to stay in and pray and just read your Bible. God is calling you into that thing, but because you are not student enough, you don't watch your seasons, you're not paying attention, there is no focus, you will continuously miss out on seasons. You must study what God is doing in your life. You must. I wonder how people have christian experiences and they don't keep journals they don't keep books you're not writing down anything about what's happening in your life one of my friends i'm not saying this to make fun of the person he said it like on a light note, but he was like everything is in his brain he remembers things and all. i'm just like but the next generation are not going to have your brain if you don't put those things down write down stuff write down your experiences with god study after a while, your life will start to make sense when you see the progression of things. Pay attention, ask questions, study seasons, write. Write, scripture says, write the vision down, make it plain so that they may run that read it. How do you not record your journey with God? Is that how unimportant it is to you? There's no excuse though. Some of you say, I'm just not really into writing things. I don't know who has a serious work with God that is not writing i don't know who has had a sustained relationship with god that doesn't write i don't know a single person even god has books even god he has books where things are written about us but you 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 don't have a book where something is written about you if you're a good student you notice that when you study you will actually put down stuff whenever you study jesus said i come in the volume of the books that was written about me and it just goes to say that our lives are stories that god is writing Look at the story of Abraham, of Isaac, of Jacob. You see that their lives tell a story. Abraham tells us a story of faith, right? David tells us a story of a man after God's heart. Joshua tells a story of being strong and courageous. And there are just so many of them and the stories that their lives tell. Now, someone who's a perfect example of being a student of what God is doing is Jesus. Scriptures say in John 5, verse 19, Jesus replied, I assure you, The son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. Jesus was a student of what God was doing in his time and in his life. And he would only do those things that he saw the father. You cannot be a careless Christian. You cannot be a Christian who is so unaware. How are things always happening before you find out? If you're somebody that every single thing meets you on out, like you're always in surprise, that means you're not a diligent student. Don't live your life anyhow. At every point of your life, there is something being formed within you with the goal that you approximate to the image of God's Son. Romans 8 verse 29 says something very interesting. It says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Romans 8 verse 29. This means that God has a foreknowledge of you. Speaking to Jeremiah, he says, Before I found you in the belly, I knew thee. God has a foreknowledge of you. God has a foreknowledge of every single person on earth and the Bible says that he predestined Nated you to be conformed so your predestination the intent of God is that you conform to the image of his son such that every single thing that we will ever become under God must look like Jesus because that is our predestination so at every point of your life there is something that is being formed inside of you so that you are becoming as close as possible to the image of his son because that is your predestination So what is God doing in your life right now? How much of Jesus is being formed of your inside? What part of Jesus is being formed in your inside? You need to be a student. This is why comparison is so unwise. Comparison is taking your time. Your eyes are focused on what God is doing, and that person's like, you cannot see what he's doing in your life. You're just there missing seasons up and down. And God is wondering how you don't realize that your race is against time and not people. Your race is to become what he has ordained for you to become and not trying to be somebody else. Wake up. Wake up. Become a student of what God is doing. That is literally what this episode is about. I'm here to remind you to pay attention. What is God's current revelation position about my life? About my destiny? About my career? About my family? About me? What is going on? That's the question. If you don't pay attention, you will never find out. You will never know. God doesn't waste resources. God is not going to open up your eyes to revelations carelessly when he knows you will do nothing with it, when you don't value it. You have to pay attention. You have to ask questions. You have to show that you are curious enough to learn. You have to show that you will value the information he gives you about your destiny. Study. Give selective focus to your process. What is God doing around me in this season? Things are happening, you are unaware. And if you are getting it right, if you are studying what God is doing in your life, I want to encourage you to pay keen attention. Yes, now go into the details. Ask him questions after this one what is it what do you want to be formed on my inside you know how i know that it's important to study what god is in your life it's because i've not seen where god called any man and he didn't at least give him a blueprint when he called moses he said this is what you're gonna do called joshua said the same thing gave him an instruction only be thou strong and courageous jesus did not come to the earth and then it was when he came that he saying figuring out what he was supposed to do. In fact, when he was 12 and he went to the temple, there was a level of purpose orientation that Jesus had when he was 12. What does God want to achieve by my life? You cannot afford to be distracted. One of the plagues of our generation is distraction. Beloved, there are so many things. If you think about the 101 things that you can engage in in a day, You will see that an enemy is fighting so hard to steal your focus to steal your attention to have you on 100 and other things what if you decide today to start binging on netflix every single day of your life till you die there will be a movie for every day think about it there will be a season there will be series to follow yes if you start watching memes and laughing to comedy skits from today till you die there is enough entertainment Yes, such distractions, new apps every day, new things in vanity fair for you to continuously keep on chasing. Can you not see, oh believer, that the enemy is contending for your focus? Can you not see, oh believer, that he doesn't want you to pay attention to what God is doing in your life? Can you not see my people perish? because they lack knowledge you may be god's person but you are on your way to perishing because you do not know you don't see you don't ask you don't inquire you're not studious you're not studying what god is doing in your life and that is how i know that you will not go very far so pay attention pay pay attention literal pay it will cost you it will cost you to give heed to what god is doing in your life but that price is not too much to pay because what is the point of your life if at the end of the day you do not do what you are sent to do it will cost you it will cost you fun yes it will cost you entertainment sometimes it may even cost you people but pay attention i look at the life of jesus and i see a student of what god is doing in his life part-time per season daniel was that stood by books. They knew what was going on in their lives. You see Jesus, he's just able to come and say, oh, a crowd is waiting for you, and all of that. And he said, these are not the people I was sent to. My father needs me another place. Pay attention. That is all God sent me here to say today. And I won't say more than that. Pay attention. Because at the end of the day, if you don't pay attention, you will pay for being distracted. Yes, either ways, it will cost you something. You can decide to be careless at your own peril. The sad part is that every other person who was tied to you will bear the brunt of you not paying attention. Write down stuff about your life. You are going somewhere. So pay attention, beloved. So that you don't miss it. So that it doesn't catch you unprepared. So that you don't arrive at your place of manifestation and you are surprised. Pay attention. Pay attention. And like I said, I, I don't speak as one who has attained, but I know that the help of God is possible. Pay attention. Can we pray? Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Precious Holy Spirit, I speak over every mind, every heart, every soul ever that will listen to this episode and I speak into your hearts, I speak into your minds and I decree and I declare in the name of Jesus, the Lord sets you aright. I pray that the strength that you need to focus be supplied. I pray that if you have started out on this journey paying attention but are now suddenly distracted, are now suddenly on the wrong course. I pray whatever steered you to that place in the name of Jesus I ask that by the hand of the Lord he redirects your path to the right places in the name of Jesus I pray you will not run a journey in fertility pray over your minds because this is a battle this is a battle. I pray that the Lord equips you with strategies to war against the enemy of your focus. In the name of Jesus, I pray for strength to turn away from that screen when it's time. I pray that you will no longer be in the dark about the things that concern your life and your destiny. And I pray, oh precious Holy Spirit, that you will hold us by hand, help us to navigate through life, through every season, through every face in the name of Jesus. Let it be evident that your hand is upon our lives so that you carry us to fly, you carry us to run in the name of Jesus. I pray for you who had the rebuke of the Lord in your spirit this morning and I ask in the name of Jesus it will not end at emotion you receive the grace to do in the name of Jesus for the rest of this month of July mark out the straight path before us I pray the 23rd Psalm over you the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. He makes you to lie down in green pastures. He leads you beside the still waters. He restores your soul. He restores your soul. He leads you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake, yes. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You will fear no evil for he is with you. His rod and his staff, they comfort you. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He anoints your head with all you, your cup runs over. Surely goodness and overflowing mercy shall follow you all the days of your life and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I love you. Bye.